Hey everybody, it's producer Chad. I just wanted to let you know that today's episode of Special Lady Day is a bit of a departure. It is a Special Lady Day mini-sode. What is a Special Lady Day mini-sode? Thank you for asking. Well, instead of Caitlin and Jessica as they normally do, each highlighting a special lady who has been criminally overlooked throughout history, this episode, Caitlin and Jessica are looking back at some of the accomplishments of some very special ladies from 2019. Some that you have heard of, some that you probably haven't heard of. It is a fantastic episode. It's a little more freewheeling and less formatted, but I think you will really, really enjoy it. We will have a new episode coming out, a regular episode, hopefully in the next few weeks. But enjoy this one, and uh, happy 2020 to everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And now, on with the show. Caitlin, hi. Hello. Hi. Hello, Jessica. Caitlin, hello. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I need you to know what I would like to start out with. What would you like to start out with? I came into this year. Yeah. Well, Happy New Year, Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year, Jessica. 2020, we are probably recording this on January 1st. Probably. Definitely that's what happened. We planned ahead and... We did not drink seven bottles of champagne the previous night. No. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. And so... Some of us weren't, let's say, hypothetically watching the Death Star explode right at the strike of midnight as the New Year came in and, you know, maybe exchanging Snapchat usernames with a very cool 11-year-old. I don't know. A lot of things happened in the New Year already, but we're definitely recording on the 1st and... Why does my calendar say the 8th? I don't know. (laughs) Listen, Caitlin. No. Shh. Here's the thing. We're coming in hot. We're coming in organized. So organized. And so organized. Technology. We're updating it. Yeah. Can we talk about your fancy headphones? So I have been borrowing a pair of wireless headphones from a good coworker friend of mine for just months and months. I even used them to run a 5K. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> They're fancy. He said it was okay. But then I was going to go to Chicago with Eric to visit my family for holidays. And I was at a loss because I was like, well, how am I? How am I going to visibly ignore people on the plane? (laughs) Yes. How do I definitely watch four episodes of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Like, let's just be honest about what's happening. I have needs. And Eric was like, I don't know, buy some headphones He's a genius, that man. <laughs> I was just was like, you know, it's almost like these two grown adults with dual incomes could buy a pair of headphones. So I really went for it. Yeah, they're beautiful. They are a brand that I'm not going to name because you're not sponsoring us. Not yet. So if you want these luxurious tones uh, talking about your wares, reach out to us. Email us. Special Lady Day podcast at gmail.com. Oh my god, do you remember when I lost the password for our first email and then we had to start a new one? That was many moons ago, but you know what? I'm really happy with her. Oh wait, did I interrupt your story? Did you have I don't even remember what my story is. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's not Um, your fault. I just completely lost it. That's okay. You know what? Um, 2020 is a year of finding new paths, even if you're Mm. in the middle of telling a story. Sure. <laughs> I do want to tell a technology story, though, or at least share my fancy technology, because I don't know if you notice a difference when I got on this recording with you. Was oh. I mad? Was I cranky? Was no. I almost in tears? Absolutely No, because no. I have a computer that works. <laughs> I feel like our past couple of episodes, I've been alluding to like this vague sense of grumpiness <laughs> and despair, and it all stems from the fact that like you'd be like, I'm here, ready to record. And I'd be like, Mm -hmm. I'm staring at a loading screen. I don't know what's going on. And at one point I had to like put a post-it note on the loading screen to check and see if it had moved. And it was just this like space of despair. But Mm -hmm. I have a new computer. It's amazing. It can do so many things. It has so many cores. 
I learned all about cores. I feel like I know a lot about how computers manage space now and speed. It has all the things. It's beautiful. It. So anyways, I approached you in a whole different space. I think I was like, hi. Yeah. I know. <laughs> all the enthusiasm, which is great because I brought the despair to the table today or to the pod loft. It's fine. I'm going to be fine. We have to share despair. Share despair. 2020. Oh, yeah, God. We take turns. Um, Do you want to know the saddest thing? Of course, always. The fireworks in Seattle were canceled because of high winds. And so um, my friend is lucky enough to live in this very fancy high rise. And they had this very chic party on the rooftop ready to look at the Space Needle. It was just this whole thing. And everybody was there like waiting for the fireworks to go off. And they decided to cancel it like minutes before (laughs) so (laughs) there was this big countdown and then nothing happened my god (laughs) and the whole city was like i think this is hopefully i either it could be a sign of what's to come or maybe we just got our big disappointment out of the way early i mean let's not set ourselves up uh, I <laughs> one question not pertaining to your dear friends who are all lovely, yeah. but when you talk about like people who are in or out of the party, perchance were there people that your friends didn't know there that yeah. were highfalutin types? Yeah, so it was like all the people in the building who were allowed oh, okay. to be okay. there, and then apparently the year before things had gotten out of hand, and oh, they had. What? to lay down some rules and guidelines Listen. and it was like the most innocent party with like a cheese spread so i don't know what happened but a lot of the hullabaloo had gone elsewhere and it was really fun that yeah. is really hilarious and potentially and i can say this i feel because i can apply this to myself personally maybe the bougiest disappointment I've ever heard of in It my was life. a bougie disappointment. <laughs> Which is fine. We're all like, but Which we're all fine. in our sequins. <laughs> but we're <laughs> on this fancy rooftop and we can't see sparkly things. We brought a charcuterie <laughs> and a sparkling rosé. <laughs> I came here with one purpose and that was to wear vegan fur and be dazzled, sir. That's basically what happened i mean i love all those things the miracle of the night though was that because it was a very (laughs) fancy apartment building that gives you things that we don't get at our apartment building they had provided everybody with like a glass of champagne Mm. but we found um once the the disappointment had set in Mm -hmm. everybody had left we were hanging out still and we found the fridge with all the extra bottles of champagne. Well, well, well. So we may or may not have uh, taken matters into our own hands. And by that, I mean taken so several bottles into our own hands and went <laughs> on our way. So we had fireworks of like another persuasion. So it was okay. Um, anyways, the great discovery and disappointment of 2020. Um, but yes, all of Seattle was kind of like, oh. <laughs> and that's how we started the year. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Right. Well, okay. had some expectations and I have to manage them now. You want one moment in your life where you're like, man, magic and wonder. And it's like <laughs> another moment where I have to reset. Amazing. I, as I told you, met a very cool 11-year-old at our good friends. Yeah. Well, we went to this awesome little family party. Um, you remember Will, our favorite listener. Oh, our favorite listener. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, so it was his mom's place, and we did a very cool thing where we watched uh, Star Wars, and the moment that the Death Star blew up, he had timed it such that it blew up as we were ringing in the new year. Oh, that's so, that's brilliant. It was yeah. really cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Uh, and and then a really cool, uh, I'm not going to name her because she's a child, you know, and that <laughs> right happened. Right, privacy. And, Sure, that's a thing. Uh, but there is a pretty cool kid on the block who's, I believe, 11 years old. And I have found that 11 is the perfect window for young people to think I'm still cool. It's a short window. I think it's going to last about 12 weeks. But right now, I am hip. And I know I'm hip because she added me to Snapchat. 
and okay. a That's... thing, yeah. You're a level <laughs> of cool beyond. Let me tell you. Beyond. Now, when she was like, can I add you to Snapchat? And I was like, oh my gosh, of course. That's so cute. I do need you to know that I absolutely adjusted my glasses, fiddled with my phone, and was like, well, this is my username, so perhaps if you just look it up, as she sighed at me, took my phone from me, just took it, (laughs) set it down, scanned the little, like, yellow badge thing I don't even know the name for, and was like, and now I'm, I've already requested you. And I was like, I don't even know how to use the technology. What is You're blowing my mind. I had no idea you could do that. Listen, Caitlin, there is a whole world that we don't know about. A whole world. A whole world. Um, But that was definitely a highlight, I have to say. I was like, well, (laughs) pretty cool now. (laughs) Just, (laughs) we've sent some animal photos to each other. It's very exciting. Wow. Um, Wow. Making friends. Making friends in the new year. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Learning about things that have existed for a long time. A very long time. I don't even want to know when Snapchat came out because to me, it was about two weeks ago. I know. And I, I was like, all oh, the kids wrong. are doing it. Um, they where are. does that put us now? Um, Dead. So, speaking of, I'm trying to transition this. Oh, I can do it. Are you ready? You, yeah, oh, you no. do it. I'm, I'm throwing the ball to you. Are you sure? Yeah. <clears throat> speaking of things that we're remembering from the past like snapchat oh this is rocky (laughs) but i'm gonna go with it perhaps in the same way that the technology we're just learning about now is actually a retrospective shall we do a retrospective of the year 2019 see i i could clap if i was not holding something in my hands <laughs> well done jessica Lohe i took some for... improv classes so i'm just saying you know <laughs> um one of many accomplishments of this year already is that transition Thank you. okay Thank you. um but i want to know so uh you're gonna tell me and everybody's listening even though sometimes 2019 was rocky, it was a little bit weird. Oh, it was terrible. Some cool things did happen. Oh, yeah. Especially in the world of women. And we want to highlight those, remember them, and just generally celebrate the good stuff. That's like an incredibly important part of uh, surviving everyday life. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have a... F- keeping it Keeping together. it together, 2020. <laughs> Uh, we're going to find one. We're going to make a shirt. We're going to find one. Um, I have a few little hot highlights from the year mm. of women doing all kinds of great things. These are just very brief. No way. In no way all-encompassing. No chance at all. But just some things that came to mind that I was thrilled about that I'd really mm-hmm. like to share with you, Caitlin. In this hot little mini-sode... Which, oh, by the way, you know what we didn't do at all so far? Tell people what the heck is going on. That's right. So, welcome now to Special <laughs> Lady Day, the mini-sode. 20 minutes in. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This is the big surprise. Here's the big reveal. The Here's your first mini-sode. We've never done one before. It's so far off to a perfect start. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. You know, okay, you know what phrase I started hearing a lot in 2019 all at once? Hmm. When people go 100%. What? Like, as in a term of agreement. Whoa. It happened all at once. Have you heard people go, like, you say something and they're like, 100%. Like, I think zero times. Okay. That's why. I had, like, my, uh, Prish and I had this waiter that said it every single thing we said um, back in August. And then since then people have just been taking that and using it and i was like when did we start saying 100 percent?" i know 100 percent. well anyways um we're 100 percent nailing this 100 percent nailing it 100 percent. so yeah this is a mini so this is what we were trying to tell you the whole time the whole, it's a, didn't you hear it between the lines read between the lines guys <laughs> we need you to get on our level please someone needs user to critical get thinking skills Caitlin pattern is ready to teach you critical thinking skills she teaches <laughs> english 101 and other classes <laughs> as well so welcome to your mini sode get ready for some mini moments of awesome things that women did this year and we're gonna we're gonna start out by taking it to the skies Ooh, the space skies that's <laughs> that's how far we're going. We're going the out of the skies. <laughs> going, <laughs> going all the way out. Um, 
Oh, God. Somewhere there are people who actually know about this. And they're like, the space skies? What? (laughs) But by someone somewhere out there, who I actually am referring to, are the flight engineers of Expedition 61, Christina Koch and Jessica Meyer, who concluded their spacewalk, the first, with only women. It was a seven-hour and 17-minute spacewalk. They completed a replacement of a failed power charging component, also known as a battery charge discharge unit, just in case oh, you were that. wondering. Okay. <laughs> um, and it was, it yeah, it went great. They nailed it. <sighs> Commander, well, there's some other people that did a lot of great stuff, but we don't need to focus on that right now. The point is, it was really exciting and Meyer was the 15th woman to spacewalk and the 14th U.S. woman. It was the 43rd spacewalk to include a woman. Uh, women have been performing spacewalks since 1984, which I didn't realize. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Right. Go us. Yeah. Or Russia. When Russia cosmonaut <laughs> Svetlana Svetskaya, so sorry, spacewalked in July, and NASA astronaut Catherine Sullivan spacewalked in October, and that was back in 1984. Um, But I, oh, and it was the first spacewalk for Meyer and the fourth for Coke, which I really hope I'm saying your names right, and I apologize if I'm not, but we, we did it. We're doing it. Yeah. That's amazing. And I also, you're giving me an episode idea because you had kind of mentioned the way that we learn about space Mm -hmm. is so U.S. focused, or at least in the U.S. I know we have listeners all over the world, but if you learn about it in the U.S. and you go to the museums, it's only Americans. And my mind was blown when I went to a British space museum and they were like, here was the actual first person. Here was the first woman in space who I think was Russian. And so I feel like we should do... Like an international, international female space. cosmonaut episode <gasps> where we talk about all the women yes. that American students don't learn about. Okay, mini sode. Took it away. Going to talk about it. Tucking it away to talk about it. 2020. Um, lady astronauts. The lady. Oh, that's going to be so fun. That would be such a good summer episode. We can see the skies. The skies. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the sky space. Space guys. You know, the skies <laughs> space. Um, We're taking it to the skies, guys. Why not? Why not? 2020. 2020. Oh. Now, let's let's come down a little ways from space, just a little bit, back into the skies. Skies. <laughs> just the regular skies? Just the regular skies. I'm, I swear to God, there are people out there that are like, who is letting her talk about <laughs> space? Including my sister, who loves studying astrophysics. So I'm sorry, and I really hope you're not listening, Elizabeth. Um, but yes, come with me now a little lower, let's say, and let me tell you about another exciting thing that happened in, oh, 2019 in Mm -hmm. October, Delta Airlines celebrated International Girls in Aviation Day, which BT dubs, let's celebrate International Girls in Aviation Day. Let's do it. I love it. Um, with its fifth annual wing flight. Would you like to know what that is, Caitlin? Yeah, I'm here for it. Well, it's an acronym. So hold on to your beautiful oh, hat. It's, and it's relevant? Oh, like you wouldn't believe. It is an acronym for Women Inspiring Our Next Generation. Ooh. Come on. Come on. And this flight was carrying 120 girls ages 12 to 18 from Salt Lake City to NASA in Houston. Duh. Um, and the point being, uh, Delta says, as we work to close the gender gap in aviation. So that's just cool enough, right? Like, okay, 120 girls are going to go visit mm-hmm. NASA. Amazing. Well, the fun doesn't stop there. Because... I'm having so much fun already. As we all know, a common airline term from tip to tail. <laughs> that whole plane was being operated by women. Okay, technically it's from nose to tail. Uh, but Delta says... I like tip to tail. I like tip to tail. <laughs> it's fun. Um, the flight was planned and orchestrated exclusively by women, including the pilots flying the plane, ramp agents working on the ground, gate agents boarding the flight, and women in the tower guiding the aircraft on its way out. I want to fly like that. Yeah. 
exclusively forever i just was thinking about like what that airplane would feel like mm-hmm. and i want to be there mm-hmm. i don't want to fly any other way oh let's unless we'll figure out like what we do with priish but we'll see i'll put him trains i'll put him yeah it's fine <laughs> yeah he'll get to the but same places. no that sounds amazing I know. that's so cool the article also said that it was that flight was many of the first girls uh, of the girls' first time ever flying. Mm-hmm. And then I just have to close out two quotes from students that I was like, oh, good, amazing. Um, the first one was from someone named Carrie Anna, age 16, an 11th grader. And she said, I never would have thought I would have had this experience. I'm really grateful for my parents who made this possible and, and, and inspired my love of aviation. It's such an exciting time to be in STEM. There's so much left for us to discover. Uh. Right? And then, okay, here's the last one where I was like, oh, God, more tears. This quote is from Caitlin J., age 17. Uh, she's a 12th grader. And the quote is, it didn't seem realistic to go after a career in aviation, but today I realized, hey, I can do this too. (gasps) Yes, that's what we want. That's what we talk about. You're seeing it. You're being it. You're living it. See it. Be it. Live it. Do it. Okay. I've just got a couple more. Is that okay? Okay. I'm so excited. Of course. Again, there's like so many. There was so many. So I was just trying to grab a couple of like quick things. I would say. Yeah. This would be a great thing. Listeners, uh, go on our Twitter, hashtag special ladies of 2019. There's a hashtag. I just started it. I've started a hashtag. I'm a new woman. Oh my God. I'm a new woman. Okay. So many victories. I'm Snapchatting. I'm starting hashtags. Let's go. Um, (laughs) I don't recognize you anymore. (laughs) Who is this evolved individual in front of me? I, yes. Hashtag special ladies 2019. Tell us who you were, what women you were excited about in 2019. What Mm -hmm. awesome things happened? Because this is like the tiniest tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Um, Or email us. If you're old fashioned like me and you could just email us and we'll talk about it. Oh, we will. Okay. If you email us. We'll at least think about talking about it. (laughs) We will absolutely think about talking about it. And high chance (laughs) it could come up. Um, Yeah. But okay. So we've been flying around, Caitlin. I know. I'm on a journey. We're coming back down. We're taking it to the ground. Okay? <laughs> all, the, all the way down? All I feel like I need down. to lay down now. <laughs> You're coming all the way back down, but then you might step up on a platform because Ooh. it's time to talk about some exciting things in pageants this year. We're in the pageant place. We're in a pageant place. I'm going to be honest. Pageant place? Not a place I'm usually hanging out. Not I. I've never been to pageant place. I'm intimidated. Um, I don't even know if I agree with them, but I'm really excited about what you're about to say. I have complicated feelings about it. Here's what I do agree with: women going after what they want wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. I mean, I guess unless like what you're wholeheartedly <laughs> going after is like murder. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> But <laughs> pick another direction. Pick a different thing. <laughs> Hold out your hand. Pick five different options. One for each finger. Choose one. Right. And make them <laughs> not be like racist tirade in the mall because I had to wait in line. Don't pick that one either. Okay. Chop off that finger. White women. Let's stop <laughs> picking that one. Please. Um, <clears throat> women following their dreams. We're about it. Mm-hmm. And for the first time... In 2019, top beauty pageants, I got this from CNN Entertainment, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss America, Miss Universe, and Miss World all crowned black women as their winners at the same time. Oh, hell yes. That is fantastic. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Um, An important reason that this is a big deal, I found out. Beauty pageants early in their histories, some dating back to the 1920s, barred women of color from participating. And even after organizations began to change their rules, there was still frustration and opposition to join. So it's 
really within the last 50 years that black women have become more prevalent in these competitions. The CNN Entertainment article goes on to talk about some of the first winners, but the ones that won that we're talking about right now and what they want to do. Miss World plans to be a doctor. So the newly crowned Miss World 2019 is Miss Jamaica, Tony Ann Singh, I think is how you say her last name. Um, And she is 23 years old, graduated from Florida State University with degrees in psychology and women's studies, and plans to enroll in medical school soon. Very exciting. And that was, again, Miss World. Miss Universe fights against gender-based violence. Oh my gosh. Incredible. Okay, maybe I take back what I say about, I don't know, I still don't know enough about pageants, but these ladies are doing really cool things. These women are absolutely incredible. The next woman we're speaking about, Miss Universe, her name is Zazimbini Tunzi. Again, I apologize for probably not pronouncing your name correctly. She hails from the town of Tizolo in the Eastern Cape of South Africa. She hails from Tizolo in the Eastern Cape of South Africa and has launched a social media campaign against gender-based violence. Amazing. Let's, That's incredible. We're not, That's really cool. We're not even done. We're not even half of the way through. <gasps> oh my god. Miss, I can't even uh, well, handle it. Here it comes. Miss USA works on behalf of prisoners. That's incredible. She has a law degree and MBA from Wake Forest. Oh, I did not say her full name. Uh, her name is Chesley Christ. She has received three degrees from two universities. She's a 28-year-old attorney with a mission to help reform America's justice system. I feel like I'm just flying through all of these women. There, we could just... They're, like, each one we could just rest on and talk about for an hour. A whole episode, right? Mm-hmm. So forgive me, but please look them all up, of course. Miss Teen USA was Kaylee Garris. She, this goes without saying because I'm looking at a beautiful picture of her, but she defies pageant beauty norms. And the way that she did that is she did it with confidence as she wore her natural hair. And she said, quote, I know what I look like with straight hair, with extensions, and with my curly hair. And I feel more confident and comfortable with my natural hair. I think that's amazing that she's out there Mm -hmm. being herself exactly how she wanted to be. Um, And then the last beautiful contestant, beautiful contestant, more than just beautiful. These women are doing everything in the entire world. I don't know how they Mm -hmm. do so many things. I just, okay, I'm getting distracted because I am so impressed. Uh, but <laughs> final, the final contestant, not contestant, the final winner that I wanted to tell you about is Miss America. And her name is Nia Franklin. And this lovely article talks about how she says that music helped her find herself. So as she's an opera singer, that's what's happening. That just jumped out at me. So, okay. Well, there okay. you go. Well. Yeah. Come on. I just, maybe we'll cut that together differently. But my point is, look (laughs) at all the stuff that they're doing. So amazing. So much. And the only way I could think of following up that group of women for my final little feature is with another group of women that I followed quite closely this year. (laughs) And let me tell you who they are, Caitlin. I want to hear. Well, who are they? Knock, knock, who's there? The U.S. Women's World Cup team. What's up? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you know this, but Chad and I covered the Women's World Cup in Jessica and Chad Before Dark, and I mostly Mm -hmm. sang little songs. (laughs) Didn't give a lot of actual sports coverage. You know what? They need songs made about them, so you see a need, and you're saying, I'm here, I can help. Choose me. Choose me, 2020. (laughs) So... Obviously, the U.S. team won. That's what we're here to talk about. Obviously, I think I said the Women's World Cup team. I meant the Women's World Cup U.S. (laughs) team. It's one team, and they won (laughs) just by showing up. That's how I would do soccer. I'd be like, we're all together. That's how I did JV soccer. I was like, I am here. I am breathing. That's about as much as I can give you. Congrats. (laughs) But I will take all of the, like... Team sweatshirts. Oh, my things God. Things like that. I was really in it for, like, the team gear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to some people who did more than that. Okay. Well, the U.S. women's team was phenomenal if you didn't watch them this year. They super won the World Cup, and I just have... Super won it. Like, so hard. They broke so many records, and 
to close out, I would just like to list the records that they broke in this okay, World Cup. do it. I'm here. I'm going to rapid fire it. Are you ready? Okay. I'm so ready. <clears throat> Number one. Most goals in a single women's World Cup match. Highest margin of victory in one soccer match. Alex Morgan scored the most goals in a single women's game. Jill Ellis is the first coach to win two World Cup titles. Most consecutive World Cup tournament wins. Most goals in a FIFA Women's World Cup tournament. Most FIFA Women's World Cup wins. Da, 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 da. Oh my gosh. Let it roll over you. Yeah. And much like the pageant mm-hmm. ladies, they also do other things oh, because yeah. they fight for equal pay. Oh, that was a huge thing. Equal pay. Yeah. They made some huge progress. Megan Rapino. Ugh. I love Megan Rapinoe. This is that's like, the only thing you can say is that sound. I just can't. It's too much. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. again, just tiny little highlights to get you excited. We took it to space. We took it to the soccer field. We took it to the pageant platform runway stage. When you were talking about that, all I imagined through the entire thing in my mind was just sequence and accomplishments sequence and accomplishments (laughs) i just have to say if i could have a memoir it wouldn't be true at this point in my life but like someday later oh i believe it in my life it would be called sequence and accomplishments the jessica lohafer story i guess i've seen both your resume and your sequin hot pants so i'd say you're like well on your way okay Well, on my way, 2020, I guess. These women went out there. They realized their dreams. They broke down walls. They broke barriers. They broke records. They broke past the atmosphere. I'm so sorry. I'm pretty sure that's how space works. They walked in space. They walked in space. They walked in space. Uh, And it was really exciting. So, okay, again, hashtag special ladies 2019. What were you jazzed about? Listen, it doesn't matter when this comes out. It's in January. <laughs> Why can't we be excited all year round? Hmm? 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 I'm excited. I'm thrilled. Um, yeah. Okay. I've talked so long, Caitlin. Okay. It's really time no. for some magic from you. It is time for some magic. I So I'm here to usher us into the new year. Oh, boy. Um, transition us in. I feel like I'm still transitioning into the new sure. year. Mostly because... Um, it is not wise to steal a lot of champagne from a fridge and then enjoy it. And then maybe school starts two days later. Um, so it's been kind of a marathon. Mm-hmm. I haven't had time to pause. I'm pausing right now to reflect on it with you. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, I am here to make this a little bit more magical, oh. a little bit more sacred, <gasps> a little bit more woo-woo, if you will. Oh, and I will. Um, I have... Two and I, you know, I always for everything I'm like, but can I find a goddess to match it? Obviously, yes. <laughs> that's kind of yeah, that's kind of um my default. And so there are two New Year's goddesses that I want to tell you about. Um, okay. As we go into these goddesses, I think it's always really important to remember that there's like a lot of context around these, a lot of intricate cultures that we might not know about. Sure. So we can't necessarily just pick these goddesses out and be like, oh my god, it's my new thing. Right. Because that would be a little cultural appropriation-y. It would be a little fetishy, and we don't want to do that. And also, there are a lot of woo-woo, pseudo-scholar, feminist people who try to do that all the time. And we're not trying to. I just want to tell you about these goddesses. Take from it what you will, but just do it with respect and a knowledge that I got these descriptions from Wikipedia. Let's just be honest. Because, and I think my research reflects that, because... The only other websites I was able to find were all self-created web 2.0 moon goddessy websites. And I feel like the background has to be periwinkle. Right. It does. Yeah. It was between this and Wikipedia. And so I was like, it's sad, but like, this is the most researched website I can find. It's perfect. That's where we are. But regardless, I want to make your New Year's a little bit more magical, a little bit more... um, 
little bit more sacred. So first I'm going to tell you about Strenua or Strenia, the Roman goddess of the new year. She was all about purification and well-being, so she's very hip to the self-care trend right now. Um, In Rome, kind of the big area where, like, things happen, whether it was religious, had to do with the government, happened in the Forum. So yeah, have you ever been to the Roman Forum? No. Okay, so it's this, it's one of my favorite places on the planet, because it just feels, maybe I've gone there at just a magical time, like I went there as a young person by myself, having some gelato, watching the sunset, but it's all these gorgeous Roman ruins, important things happen there, you know how I love a ruin. You love a ruin. It has these beautiful lush gardens, and it's on one of the hills of Rome, anyways, It is a magical place. So this is where the uh, shrine to Strenua exists. There are shrines to a lot of gods, and hers is there. And so she also has a grove kind of on top of the hill, Via Sacra. So uh, on January 1st, twigs from her grove are carried in a procession kind of through that Roman citadel. And um, the rite was first noted on New Year's Day in... 153 BC or BCE. I always get those confused. So BCE. And so that was actually that procession kind of signaled when the consuls or kind of like the two ruling governors started their office. So it's almost like an inauguration or something happened. And so that's kind of what it did. And so gifts were exchanged often in the form of money. And Strenua is said to make a person strenuous and if that sounds familiar strenuous which kind of has a negative connotation now but it means like vigorous and strong and so we can think of like this beautiful procession of twigs nature ruins making us feel vigor and strength in 2020 yes (laughs) you can't see us now but we're both making these like swishing waving (laughs) movements with our hands getting so goddessy um, Super. Okay, I have one other <laughs> goddess, and her name is Yumoja. I hope I'm saying it right, and it's from the Yoruba word. And she is an Orisha, and she, uh, and it's originally like a West African deity, but because of just kind of like the transatlantic slave trade and things like that, her entity has kind of been uh, like synchronized with other like the Afro-Cuban diaspora and also kind of um, Latin America and kind of everywhere that the transatlantic slave trade touched this goddess or a version of her kind of moved through there so we have these different versions of her kind of all around the world Um, and so sometimes she's mixed with like the Virgin Mary in the Catholic Church or in the Afro-Cuban diaspora, uh, Our Lady of Regula, I think is how it's uh, said. So anyways, she is this motherly, strong, protective deity. And she cares for children and she comforts them and cleanses their sorrow. And she's this, she's often depicted as a mermaid and she's associated with a moon the water, and just all sorts of feminine mysteries. Mm. Uh, She's known as the protector of women, and she governs over everything pertaining to women. So childbirth, conception, parenting, Mm. safety, love, healing. And so according to the myth, like when her birth waters broke, it caused this great flood around the world, and it created rivers and streams, and like the first humans were created from her. So she's really tied into this like myth of origins. Also, though, it's kind of interesting, kind of like water, um, she's mostly supposed to like cure and comfort but if she is angered and she doesn't easily lose her temper she can be kind of destructive and violent like a flood water or something like that so she's this like complex kind of figure both of like life and creation and destruction and so we had talked about before that her entity has kind of moved all over the world and there are all sorts of festivals all over but one kind of honoring festival is uh from brazil because they have that huge african diaspora there and so on new year's eve in brazil brazilians of like all religions they gather on the beaches and so they watch fireworks but they also throw white flowers and offerings into the sea for the goddess um asking her to grant them like requests and wishes for the new year um sometimes they even put out like little 
send gifts in toy boats. Um, there's a cool tradition of like cool. jumping seven waves for good luck. Paintings of her are sold and they kind of um, portray her like rising out of the sea. And then kind of on New Year's wow. Day, you can see all these flowers and candles floating along uh, the ocean I shore. Yeah. Wow. So anyways, Beautiful. those are some really cool New Year's goddesses giving us a little bit of strength and watery divineness. Ooh, that sounds... Whatever you take from that into your new year. So take from that that. what you will. Ah, wonderful. I just love learning about different practices and traditions. That's so cool. Yeah, so just learning. (laughs) That's, I think, like, I've realized that if somebody's like, what are you interested in? My quickest response is like, learning (laughs) oh yeah i love i I don't know about you though but even though we've been talking about the divine we've been waving our hands around sure the start of 2020 has been a bit rough and i'm not just talking about my bougie firework disappointment (laughs) (laughs) but in fact real roughness (laughs) yeah it's been kind of hard around the world yes it Mm -hmm. has Mm-hmm. It really has. What can we do about it? <laughs> well, okay. This is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Yeah. Because I used to be better about it. And then I uh, I got out of the practice and I need to get back into it. But for our stateside listeners, um, and for the expats too. Well, if you're and an just, expat, or just people, if you're an American living abroad, you can still do this. Yeah. Um, this specific thing. It's it's a little freaky, but call your representatives and your senators. Here, I have some advice about it, and a tiny, tiny I bit hear of story. So I was not in this practice until fairly recently, and shame on me. And so now moving no, forward, no, not shame. It's there are so <laughs> many things can get in the way of doing something like, like that, and also sure. like there are so many ways to make an impact and be an activist, and this is one of them. This is only yeah. one of them. That's mm-hmm. true. I love how you immediately come to my defense again <laughs> when I'm not defending myself. You're the best. Um, but I was really afraid. I was really afraid to call. I was like, I'm going to sound really dumb. I mean, what am I even supposed to say? What if I get really emotional? I want to preface this by saying <laughs> I'm not like supporting just excessive alcohol consumption. <laughs> but what I am saying is that perhaps one of the highlights of 2019 for me was drunk dialing my representative <laughs> and my senators. This is one of my favorite versions of Jessica that's out there in the world. I just, because here's what was happening. I would be anxious about a particular thing we were dealing with. Uh, let's say the 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 safety of the ACA, right? Perhaps the Affordable Care Act going away. And... That's been a long stretch of activism that people have been doing to protect that since the 2016 election. But something would happen, a positive thing. And I would be, you know, walking home from perhaps having a cocktail or two. And I would be overcome with emotion at how both of my senators, you know, uh, Maria Cantwell and Patty Murray and Representative Rick Larson had really done their part to protect the health care that so many people need, including myself. And maybe I would just sort of get on the line and be like, Hello, this is Jessica, constituent 98229, here <laughs> t- talking about how you did a great job. Senator Murray, girl, you're nailing it. So there's, what I'm saying is, I'm not going to keep impersonating myself, but there are, there were a lot of... <laughs> it painted a picture enthusiastic and inebriated voicemails that were left um sometimes not drunk at all i would call and be and would be crying i've cried on the phone uh the main point is if you're really nervous about making these phone calls call when it's not office hours leave a message that's totally fine yeah call ahead of time call after they're closed for the day only call your representative and your senators. Don't call other states. That can actually really screw things up because if they're getting inundated with out-of-state calls, they won't take the position as seriously. They'll be like, oh, it's all these people from out-of-state calling. 
they need to actually hear from their own constituents. So that is one piece of advice that I learned last year. Because I want to, of course, call Mitch McConnell every single day <laughs> and say a lot of things I cannot say on this podcast in terms of profanity. Uh, but oh, don't man. do that unless you live there. But honestly, sometimes I call it, I'm like, I, hi, I'm really worried about this particular situation and I don't know what to do. I just want to draw your attention to it and tell you I'm concerned. Um, there were reports this last week that, um, sorry, Iranian Americans were being held at the Mm -hmm. Washington Canada border. I called my rep and I called my senators and I didn't have anything smart to say. I just said, I'm hearing that this is happening and I'm really concerned about it if it's real and I don't know what to do. I always say, if there's something else I can do, this is my phone number and you can call me. I love that. (laughs) Um, But otherwise, I'm just really worried and I want to make sure that you know about it. The final thing I'll say is if you live in a district where you're just pumped about everything they're doing and you're like, I don't really have anything to call about because I'm not, you know, like they're... They're voting in the way that I'm hoping that they will vote. You can call them and thank them, too. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a really good practice I didn't know about. So every time Senator Murray does something to protect women's right to choose, I call her and I say, thank you so much for doing what you're doing to protect Planned Parenthood and to protect these resources uh, uh, for reproductive rights over and over again, because I want them to have it be affirmed. Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be a lot of negative response as well. And it's so important, even if you feel like I've definitely had this where I'm like, well, there are so many people calling. What is one person going to do? But um, those calls turn into like numbers that they can Mm -hmm. bring and show. And it might it might feel really um, it's just sometimes you can feel like there's nothing to do. And this is so simple and so easy. And it's not scary. And yeah, if you're shy, call in after hours. The message. Also, something that I found um, after the 2016 election that I really liked is this thing um, called ResistBot. Ooh, um, and if you're really shy, like I can get sometimes, you can, it's this texting app. I think if you just Google ResistBot, um, it figures out who your senators and your representatives are, and you can send faxes and letters and emails just by literally texting resist to a number. And then it prompts you through writing a letter and then it sends it. And so it's really, yeah, it's really cool. And you can like, I used to write letters like I have 10 minutes between conferences with students. I'm mad about this thing. I'm going to write. And so, yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's really cool. If you're, if you're phone phobic, there are plenty of things that you can do. Or if you don't have a lot of time. Or Um, if you're unable, like you don't have the ability to make the phone call. There's other stuff you can do too. But essentially what we're saying is this is, like, at least in the U.S., this is a pretty big year for us. Um, I feel like a lot can be decided. And right now, honestly, I feel so worn down, even though we've just done, like, a goddess dance and it feels great. (laughs) I feel great about these things. But, like, in terms of just, like, where uh, the world is going, um, I know that there are many moments like this throughout history. But I feel like the thing to do is rather than to get worn down to try to get as energized as possible yeah um and really see and something actually that I want to see for this year is I can feel so hopeless one of the things I really want to do is find ways to still like feed a feeling of hope so I actually have three things because even though like it can be a little scary I think like doing three things really quickly or like pausing and evaluating or like when you feel really run down first like think about one thing you can do to help yourself yeah i think that's really important like if you're not in a good place then you are in no place to help others so like taking action with yourself whether it's even it could be as like simple as like i need to get more sleep (laughs) right you know just little things like that remembering to like show up for the people in your life who might need you or maybe you're like they're absolutely fine. They're always on top of things. Those are probably some of the people who need you the most. And then yeah. thinking about like one teeny tiny way you can help someone you don't know. Yes. Whatever I that love is. This. There's just like, you know, there are so many ways to like donate to uh, putting out the fires in Australia and helping with yeah. that. Um, just thinking about like one thing. How can I go do one kind thing for someone I don't know? I like that a lot. In many different ways. It doesn't have to be monetary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'll help out a lot. Can we do that in 2020? I think we can definitely do that. 
And yeah. can I add one thing that you've yeah. inspired me yeah. with? So do you remember a little earlier you were talking about how when people are like, what do you like to do? And you're like, learning. <laughs> I like learning. Yeah. What you're reminding me of and what I appreciate about you is another thing that we can do right now, especially if you're, you know, like myself, a upper middle class, straight, white, cis lady, learning about things. Yeah. Um, I have a real tendency to be like, I'm going in and I'm going to save the day. And it turns out uh, a lot of people have been working on a lot of things for a lot longer than I decided <laughs> to wake up and be concerned about them. You're not uh, going to invent allyship this year? <laughs> listen, I'm not going to get a bunch of cookies just because I do one thing. No. Um, Another day we'll talk about the ally cookie. It's one of the most hilarious things that Robert Lashley and I ever have talked about. But Okay, I'm so ready for it. Next episode. Next time. Next time. But one of the people that I really follow pretty closely, Glennon Doyle, she always says figure out, to figure out what you should put your work towards, find the thing that breaks your heart and work on that. And then she says to work on that, find the people who are already working on it mm-hmm. and learn about it and listen, and see what they want you to do to help. Yeah. yeah. Um, so learning is definitely a big thing that I want to do in 2020. Yeah. Uh, way less white savior complex, way more listening and learning. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I love it. Boop, boop. Song about it. And I love your list. I love some. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do, we're going to mm-hmm. check in with ourselves, do something for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Check in with. Yeah the people around us, like in our immediate circle, yeah. and then do something for someone we don't know. Because you don't even realize, like, gosh, I'm trying to think of just, like, people who do something and it helps you out so much and they don't even know. I can't think of a specific example right now. But you're mm-hmm. like, oh. Oh, returning a cart from the parking lot in the rain? Yeah. And someone takes <laughs> it from me and it I'm just be, like, Yeah, oh. it can be as small as that and it can be, it can be so much bigger. So it's, like, all about what you can handle. Um, and I like the Glennon Doyle method. Um, I think this is, I think this is good. I feel ready for 2020. I feel so ready for 2020. And spoiler alert, special lady, Caitlin, not that you asked, but this podcast is my favorite thing that happened in 2019. Oh, me too. I, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm so excited for this and we have so many exciting things on their way. Oh, um, you better believe yeah. it. Uh, so just get ready. We're so happy to be here with you all, you special yeah. listeners out Great there ball. who are supporting us and Love listening it. and learning, learning with us. <laughs> yeah, you're creating. It's so cool. Like I'll be in conversations and somebody will be like, oh, yeah. So that thing about like Elvia Carrillo Puerto that you talked about. And, da, 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 and I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're creating this network of people who know all about these special ladies. It's amazing. So thank you all for being here with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for teaching us things, um, continuing to teach us things all the time. We love that. We love learning. We've established that. And yeah, I. you know what? We're going to do it. 2020. 2020. <laughs> I almost said 2020, 2019. Can, 2020, can we 2019. Have it be 2020 to the space guy? <laughs> 2020 to the space, guys. Oh, Chad, make the t-shirt. Come on, producer Chad. Um, Okay, well, I think with that, this first Mm -hmm. mini-sode is a go. I'll see you in our first episode. Oh, cool. Okay. I'll see you then. I love you. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye.